Podly Dum. All the cycles, all the cycles. Hello, Governor, and welcome to another episode of Pod Leadup. That's Top Model Podcast spelled backwards. I'm one of your hosts, J.W. Crump, and money is a great incentive for me. I understand those boundaries. I'm Lex Basile Price, and nude is rude? That's not true. And I'm Hannah Jane Ginsburg, and well, today was a day. (laughs) (laughs) It sure was. And welcome to Cycle 18, Episode 11, Jizz Smith. You said Jizz Smith. (laughs) It sounds like it every time I say it. (laughs) Jizz Smith. Jizz Smith. My Jizz Smith. Smith. (laughs) Or as I have retitled it, the girls who aren't the target demo. (laughs) But if you're the target demo, you should go to anchor.fm slash pod lead them because we, our target is your money. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want us to reach our target of more of your money, you should go to anchor.fm slash pod lead them and become part of the lead them pod because you got a dollar. I know you do. We know it. We believe you it. have 4,000 top model dollars. Holla <laughs> <laughs> Kelly. <laughs> In French, Hannah Jane, in French. So, hold up. So, also, speaking of hitting targets, speaking of succeeding, thank you to everyone. We just keep hitting milestones because as of the time of this episode's release, we're over 800,000 unique listens. We're going to get to a million We're closer to a million than than not. (laughs) And that's the math. And that's some Lex math, let me tell you. Lexabra. We're closer now than ever before. Previously on, we get a jump scare of what's to come because we see Laura with a headband and a fright wig. Oh, boy. Boy, boy, boy. As Jinx Monsoon once said, I tried to tease it, but I just pissed it off. Ooh, this is a full Molly of a situation where I feel like Laura's like, my hair has frizzed again. Mm-hmm. We need to uncrimp. Mm-hmm. The fact that they called the two contestants going home double trouble with two exclamation points on the tabloid cover. <laughs> and are very clear always to say, Ebony was eliminated, but Alicia made a shocking exit. <laughs> hey, just so you know, Ebony's still fourth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know this is a dumb question. Were there always so many circles in this apartment? <laughs> I feel like it's a circle-heavy apartment, and I feel mm-hmm. like I normally would have noticed MGM that. Macau. I feel like I, I think it's, there is that one it. like central mirror piece that's one big circle with yeah. many tiny circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Captions crunch right off the bat because Annalise says that elimination was going to be traumatic, and then they try to undermine her and say dramatic. Yep. <laughs> no, I love that Annalise will call a trauma a trauma. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They also said, and I always said. If it's those two in the bottom two, it's going to be traumatic. It's going to be drama. It's going to be whatever. And I'm like, why? 
those two because you knew the outcome, like the literal quit <laughs> yes. and get, and you can also Could leave. you imagine if Alicia wasn't in the bottom and she's like, but by the way, I'm also <laughs> quitting. <laughs> yes, but... Uh, oh, Captain, my Captain. <laughs> but Annalise and Ebony are also still going home. <laughs> <laughs> what kelly's longest... like anna annalise <laughs> is this the longest sepia tone flashback we've ever had during the show i wrote the longest sepia tone flashback in history <laughs> absolutely because it's the just thing it's the whole thing once or twice intercut with narration yep. from annalise and that is it like the Oh, the, you can almost, and I know this is not what happened. It feels like the sepia tone fades away at some point. Like we run out of it and it just becomes <laughs> There's red, a limited supply of sepia in the world and Top Model has finally hit it. <laughs> the currency is candles and sepia. <laughs> digital art said beckoning. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This digital art. I wasn't ready <laughs> because as I wrote in my notes, caps are my own. The middle quote of owning foreverness. Owning foreverness. My brain melted <laughs> halfway through that. That really sounds like a diamond ring commercial tagline. Kay's Jewelers, owning foreverness. <laughs> Every kiss begins with K. Forever. <laughs> and then enchanting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, fine. We get a. Classic Laura misuse of a preposition when she says, (gasps) Mm. I feel proud to know that I made it through not only the other Americans that were here, but also the other British girls. She just went right through them. Yep. (laughs) Straight through them. (laughs) Made it through those girls. (laughs) And Sophie says that Alicia could have been America's next top model and now she'll never know. And I say... I doubt that. Look, we love Alicia on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of our favorite characters and contestants. I don't see her as successful in this cycle. Her photos weren't usually very good. Yeah. And she, she had one top did call she out, but she was in the bottom two many, many times. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that Sophie's new narrative for herself is the only contestant who's never wanted to quit. <laughs> I don't know if she was coached to do this or she just sensed it but for these last two episodes it all becomes about how sophie is an underdog how hard it's been for sophie because she's not american well it is fascinating to me that they start giving away the game a little bit by saying look it's america's next top model we were brought here as alumni can we win like are are they just gonna let laura win this because she's American. I guess. It's just also for me, it's getting annoying because it's paired with I had to do serving. Oh, was Sophie a waitress? She doesn't mention it. <laughs> what? And a model at the same time? And excuse me, a hostess. And I have a question. <laughs> and this truly might be a, like a British slang thing. But to me, hostess and waitress, host, waiter, server, all of that is in a restaurant. It's yeah. in the same journey. Yeah. Yeah. So, but are we using it? differently in any way shape or form like she's a like, party host or like a presenter kind of host i don't know no i think she's no just listing her work. restaurant resume i yeah. think she might have started as a host and then got bumped up promoted to <laughs> <laughs> now she gets tips well no not in england not in england <laughs> this tyra male photo is an outtake what was going on with all this hair in her face <laughs> Also, the male has been fully 
digital artified as regards fonts. Mm-hmm. And yep. quality. I'm sorry. They have to figure out this strobing effect. Oh, yeah. Oh. Their inability to... This is why physical Tyra Mills worked better. Yes. Yep. Because you could actually take a shot of them. Get up and go. Okay. They're like ghosties. I get this is dumb. Laura is very upset that there are going to be more ghosties. And I say to her, if you want to be a working model who is working, I have some bad news for you about how often you're going to be on ghosties. (laughs) That's your whole job. (laughs) I'll say this, though, and they mention it throughout this episode, but it's been a ghosty heavy cycle. That is true. Which I love. I I like it, too. I just, why this cycle? Because they had people that had already theoretically done them. You think that's really what it is? You just think, oh, we're sending out kind of better people than normal, so it's okay? Maybe. Hmm. Also, Sophie says, America is so big, it's worldwide. And when you think about that sentence for just like three seconds, you're like, ooh. But also, Britain, you don't have much to say about this either. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, canonically, uh, Britain is super isolationist and never yeah. made inroads into any tiny, other parts of the tiny world. Island. <laughs> Annalise has the cutest poker suit dress on. And I was like, this is great. I would love to wear this myself. I love poker suit like imagery. And then I, 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 I noticed it because later in the episode, it comes back because timeline shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's they were given it from the hotel. Oh, you think? Yeah. That's, there's a lion. <laughs> there's a or lion a lioness? Yeah. But she's playing Jane. Why would she try? <laughs> it had a mane. Now, is that lion serving lioness hunty? I don't know, but it's MGM Macau. So I did some research because I brought it up in an earlier episode about how, because they're making it seem like going from Macau to Hong Kong, easy peasy, it's next door. Lex, are you saying there's a reason that these ghosties had to happen in the dead of night? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like our midnight ghosties. <laughs> ghosties after dark. If you take a ferry straight there, it's 55 minutes. But if you go by bus, which is what they're doing, it takes longer. So if you took a public bus, which thankfully they don't have to do, it takes three hours with three transfers. And if you take a private bus, it takes about an hour and a half. But you have to go through customs both ways. So this is why it's taking so long. So long. (laughs) Can I ask y'all a subway question slash preference? Mm -hmm. So because I I had a, I'm going to say spirited debate with a friend about this recently. Let's say you're going from one place to another, like you do. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you have two options. More walking, but only one train. Less walking, or even less time in general, but you have to transfer. I always go single train, more time, more walking. Yeah. For me, it literally depends on the station where I'm transferring. Oh, fascinating. So if you're like, pin, no. Yeah, there are some transfers where I'm like, I know exactly how that's laid out. It's really easy. I'm just going to do it. But if it involves like any time spent underground at like Times Square, absolutely not. Oh, Hannah. Fair enough. Okay. You brought this up. That was, I had to go to, I was doing a show down on the east side before mm-hmm. the end of the new year. And it took me to the 14th Street 23FLJ mm-hmm. station. That yeah. is the I don't believe that. I don't believe that station exists. <laughs> thing. It's like mm-hmm. 15 minutes underground, up and down five flights of stairs. Yeah. As someone who travels through World Trade a lot, 
Yeah. You really have to decide <laughs> how you're getting where you're going. Oh yeah, I will say I came I just came from Hannah's the other the other day and I took the path to World Trade and coming back and I was like I was like, "Oh, I'll go to the 23 because it'll be a direct straight for me." No, I should have mm-hmm. taken the 1 because it was mm-hmm. right there. Right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then transferred later. Yep. Yeah, I think it- Generally speaking, if I don't know what the transfer situation is like, I will walk more. Yeah. But there are trans there are transfers where I'm like, oh, I just know exactly where it is. It's and across easy, the platform, across the platform, mm-hmm. or exactly. up and over, easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think for me, it's a it's a I don't want to feel like a fool. And if I mm-hmm. get out to transfer, and then the the train comes 18 minutes later, I, agree. I was like, I feel. I feel like I made the mistake and yes. I didn't check well enough. And I was like, I could have just been walking. These boots were made for walking, not for transferring. <laughs> I understand operating from a place where you're always ready to be betrayed by the MTA. Yes. <laughs> We've all been there. Yeah. Mm. Also experiencing betrayal. <laughs> these contestants who realize they're trapped on a boat with Kelly Catrone. <laughs> you know who else is trapped on this boat? Kelly Catrone, because she looks increasingly <laughs> seasick. This whole time. I think she was just going back and forth all night. <laughs> I am in a rare place of feeling bad for Kelly Cattrall, but her face <sighs> and her equilibrium as she held for dear life to this boat, it was like, uh, and I was like, this is the one time, if you had been mean, I'd have been like, yes, because you're probably so irritated. And then to crowd more people in there, and that's oh. her or worse. That's her or worse. We'll get yes. there. But I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Yeah, I gave it to her that she was able to deliver copy, okay, while trying not to vomit. Yeah, the copy, not only is it a beautiful city and one of the most gorgeous cities in the world, (laughs) it's also one of the top fashion markets. She also said, get ready to book and bank. And then there's, there is some shenanigans about what is booking, what is banking, can you do mm-hmm. one without the other? No. No. The answer is no. No, you they can't. They keep saying book and bank, but, and I'm fine with saying you're going to book and bank. Great. But later, she says, Kelly book says, or bank. Did you book? Did you bank? Did you book and bank? And I'm like, no, they just did the last one. <laughs> if you booked, you banked. <laughs> If you banked, you booked. It's like they always say, you book it, you bank it. <laughs> Fuck you, Hannah. <laughs> damn it. Damn, 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 damn. Book it till you bank it. <laughs> damn it. No, no, I will not allow this. Because I will not have a joke. I will not have a joke, and I will not let you both be, be the funny. Because we're not going to be funnier than what I just happened. <laughs> We agreed. <laughs> Each booking banks you a thousand Hong Kong dollars, which Kelly says is almost five hundred dollars. Lies, better. it's more than five hundred dollars. I looked it up. Well, I'll say this: maybe at the time the exchange rate was different. I looked up the exchange rate in I that knew you year. Did. I know but you did. The current exchange rate would make it five hundred and eight dollars. No, the current exchange rate is thirteen <laughs> cents per Hong Kong dollar, which makes it five hundred and ten dollars. Nope. The exchange rate in two thousand twelve was twelve. Uh, it was one dollar to point one two eight nine, which made it five hundred and fifteen dollars. Or I'm sorry, yeah, five hundred fifteen dollars is four thousand Hong Kong dollars. So almost. Laura's not the only one that has prepositional mm. problems because almost 
does not mean around. I would say, though, again, a rare moment of defending Kelly. I think that even we currently disagree about the math there. Maybe. <laughs> so I am fine with her being like, uh, she should have just used about. Approximately. Yeah. No, approximately. Because no, you know what? No one great. really knows how to use correctly. <laughs> and then it can be anything. It can be five dollars. Then I wanted her to be like, and that, and my guesstimate for how much that is. Yeah. <laughs> if I had to make a guess, <laughs> guesstimate, guesstimation. I'm gonna guesstimate five minutes of Sophie's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly does not have time to guesstimate because she's got something to try to make happen. <gasps> And that is Power Girls. Are you a Power Girl? <laughs> what does a Power Girl do? <laughs> Sexualize men. <laughs> when Can Power I also... Girls like to travel, we like to roll with some hot dudes. Right before we leave Hong Kong dollars, a sentence <laughs> I'm so glad I get to say. One of the slang terms in English used for the Hong Kong dollar is honky. <laughs> <laughs> and as a Southerner, love that I've been called a Hong Kong dollar. <laughs> We are given no time frame for no, what these go. Not are. yet. Not yet. <laughs> Eventually, they'll just throw it in there. <laughs> it's so funny that Kelly Catrone could not degrade these men more, but also they are the nicest and most helpful yes. any guides have ever been. They're so cute together. They all like immediately form teams, and all of the models seem very invested in whether or not the contestants book and bank. Yes, but then Kelly Catrone says, "Hey, rank them. Pick which one's the hottest." What a weird swerve. What a zag for Laura. <laughs> they meet them, and then they were like, Laura, you won first call out, so you get to pick first, and what is she to do? She's just like, the one whose name I remember. Yeah. So we're introduced to three top models in Hong Kong. But they also have this town wired, and they know how to get around. Bachelor number one, your name is Zeno. So, Zeno, Silas, and Davis. All very distinct names. Yeah. Zeno is also so tall. The tallest person. Especially. Like, too tall for the fairy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and by the way, Lex didn't say bachelor number one, if you haven't seen the episode. Oh, Kelly Catron did. And then she gives herself her own, she goes, bachelor number one. <laughs> like, she's so clever. <laughs> Men are accessories. <laughs> So Laura picks Silas, Sophie picks Zeno, and Annalise gets Davis. But the Annalise-Davis power duo? Oh, best, best friends one. forever. For uh -huh. sure. So lovely. Sophie says, my strength in the competition is that they know I'll work. <laughs> and I know what she means. <laughs> Yet. Sophie gives us the most glorious low-key shade about Kelly Catrone. When she says, Kelly is a judge. She sits on that panel and she gives her opinions. The most diplomatic way to describe her. <laughs> but also does not mention any sort of influence in the fashion world no. or Judge impact and you could have on a career. Mm -mm. <laughs> Just while she's here and she talks. <laughs> not a maven to be heard. <laughs> <laughs> Quote the maven. In, we get glimpses of no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you had it. You had it, Hannah Jane. What is the Maven quote, Hannah? <laughs> this is the this is the Bachelor episode. number one. <laughs> I, I'm gonna 30 leave. Never more. I'm gonna leave. Uh, 
This is the one that Lex and Hannah, this is the episode they're going to submit for the podcasties. <laughs> the webbies. Yeah. I don't want to give a real award day. <laughs> a fiercey. I'm sorry. Okay, I know great. what we're Thank you. We get a glimpse of the models and their guides in the cabs. And I'm going to tell you right now, Zeno hates Sophie and her special handshake. <laughs> Yeah, she'll talk about how he really pumped her up, and we don't really get evidence of that. No. <laughs> but that's okay. Also, we'll find out a time limit later, but also everyone gets to all of them. Well, because I think they have, like, a specific route. It kind of seems like that. It's just so interesting because we don't normally don't get go-sees with so few contestants remaining, which also they to might be fair, have, would have been four. Would have been four, yes. exactly. But also... I think they're just truly the show is sick of people being default winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like some of the uh, designers are like, well, if I'm keeping the boutique open after hours, you You're better coming. get them here. Yeah. yeah. Our first designer is William Tang. They came out as gay in 2018. And in the 90s, their designs failed to make an impression in Paris. And that sort of ended their exposure in the West. Ooh, mm-hmm. sad. But they're pretty big. They're like one of the biggest pe- uh, designers in China. And they have a large market in Australia and uh, Southeast Asia. Which is they cool. apparently book Sophie, though they seem to not like enjoy her Sophie. at all. <laughs> I well, the assessment is she can fit any dress. What a, what a And then phrase. afterwards, I like Sophie in a way. <laughs> and a I was like, I guess that way is sample size. Yes. <laughs> well, to be fair, I will say, I think this actually goes to how we viewed Sophie. At the fashion shows, she's not outstanding, but you're like, well, she looks like a model. Plausible. The ultimate plausibility as a model. <laughs> and has a good enough personality that you're like, oh, I, she's not going to be awkward. Mm-hmm. Right. Laura needs walk instruction. And I guess we had already been getting hues of this storyline, but war- Laura can't walk is the rest of her narrative practically. Yeah. I would love to know. Spoiler alert for... Five minutes from now in this episode. (laughs) Which two booked Laura? I also want to know. Because that technically means that the two that booked Laura booked all three. Yes. So there were just two designers who just booked everyone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I have a theory about one of them. And then Annalise has a special flair. He is so enchanted by her. She did look stunning Stunning. in that dress. She looks so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then Annalise says, and I'm paraphrasing to make it funny, but <laughs> I like being the only black contestant because if that's what they want, I'm the only one they can pick. <laughs> I also loved that. It's like, you know what? Use it against them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you don't want one of the blondes? Oh, well, Annalise is here to not be blonde. <laughs> Her, Annalise in this whole episode is just delightful. Yeah. She's activated, having a great time, does so well on go and her guide is so nice. Asking her how it went, pumping her up beforehand, checking her hair. Like, it's so they nice. They became teammates really, really quickly. And it's so fun. Yeah. The next designer they go to is Gregory Derham with the House of Siren. Sad. I'll get sad out of the way first. He mm-hmm. died in 2012, the year that this episode aired. Oh, wow. And yeah. this is not a fashion house. Not to not to seem like a costume place. It is. It it was a costume house and an Mm -hmm. event production space. And he was known as a drag performer. Yeah, like Mm, very popular drag performer. Hired out to lots of events, and then when transitioning their career, 
started supplying costumes for events. But that I wish we had been given that information because then it would have made some of these outfits seem less offensive. Yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, if you look at the costumes, my brain almost needed them to be costumes instead of outfits because I was sure. like, these are some big swings. <laughs> I believe uh, he designed the headpieces mainly yeah. that you see mm. around the space. Yeah. I will say this, and Sophie labels them later, but all four of these designers, very different. Mm -hmm. That is true. You get to see four very different styles on these models, which I do like. Sophie has height, elegance, and is Marie Antoinette. Okay. Yeah. Super fun to be around. Yeah. That seems like a very happy-go-see. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it did. All of the ones with Gregory felt very positive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that one of your ones that you think booked? I think Gregory yes, booked. Yes, absolutely, what else yes. Is, what is he booking them for? True. Mm -hmm. For vibes and, like, personality around an event, <laughs> I guess. Vibe <Bye>, book. <laughs> <laughs> Annalise gets put in, and it makes more sense when you realize it's a costume house, a Josephine Baker outfit. But basically, he says she's absolutely wonderful. I yeah. like that she says, I've got bananas in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> it's fan Debbie Nosy. And Laura gets great character, bad walk. Her walk is so bad that even the most positive person we've ever seen on a go-see is like, oh. <laughs> now we are finally given the time of three hours. It's also dark out. It is Fully so night dark. time. Fully <laughs> night. And we arrive at Henry Lau for Spy. I'm going to go on record by saying, did not like the energy that Henry bought to the table. Hated, no. actually. Also did not enjoy the clothing that was brought mm. to the table. I did like the quote because of the nonsensicalness of it. I need a cool girl, sexy and straightforward. <laughs> you know how cool kids are always straightforward? <laughs> they never zag. No. <laughs> so Annalise seems like she gets there first. And the way that this designer treats her is pretty shitty. Well, first of all, this is just a weird environment in which to have a go-see. Like, just yeah. in the middle of your... Boutique? Boutique that's closed for the night. <laughs> it is not professional. No, it seems so unprofessional. <laughs> and basically makes her walk over and over and over again with just different words that don't help you walk. Well, and she makes adjustments... And he does not care. It, the whole no. thing felt very early cycle panel room challenge. Mm-hmm. It just seems very specific against Annalise. Mm-hmm. Because then when Sophie comes in, he's jizzing all over her and is like, I love you. And she gets the special hat <laughs> to finish off the look. The winner's hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then his note about Laura is she has a good hair color. Blonde? Because she does not have her red, white, and blue hair. No, 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 nope. no. So her good hair color is she is blonde. Mm -hmm. And that's the positive he has. Right after this, Laura has a talking head where she says, it's scary to know that walking is such a big part. And I literally thought because of the clip they showed, she meant going on go sees, like walking around. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, Laura, how did you? I was like, oh, she means. Uh, uh... The walk in the go-see is a big part of it. I loved Annalise after her meeting with Henry Lau. was like, <laughs> didn't book that one. Bye. Annalise always knows. She's always knows. So, and I like that for her, she just says, that person didn't like me or that person did like me. It's never, she's just like, that's what it is. She feels very adjusted to things mm -hmm. in a way that she's like, eh, water off a duck's back. He didn't like me. What can I do? It happened. 
I don't think we've ever had a contestant who's better at reading the room. Right? Very good. Yeah. And our last designer is Marissa Zeman, designer for Nude is Rude. Nepo baby alert. <laughs> yeah. Like, bad. And, like, she doesn't seem to understand that that's the case. So, this is resort wear. That's all she makes. And literally, there's a video you can find on YouTube of her describing and, like, showing her store. And she's like, uh-huh. So, I, I realized I opened my closet and uh, I had all these clothes I bought at resorts. So, I made them. Nothing will ever top that designer that was like, I needed an emerald gown. <laughs> and I couldn't <laughs> find one. <laughs> Red handbag. Red handbag. <laughs> there were no red handbags. So I had to open a whole company. But her father was like appointed by the executive in chief of Hong Kong to run Ocean Justice Park. Of the peace. He was called by Forbes like Hong Kong's mouse killer because he opened Ocean Park, an amusement park. He was put in charge of it to go against Hong Kong Disney. This is, and then she's like, she was like, I went to school and I didn't like it. So I came back and I was an intern for my dad. And then, <laughs> you know what? Everyone should do internships. And now I'm just growing my brand throughout Asia. Also, you know how you know that she has a lot of security with the brand? As we'll find out, she's giving away the biggest prize ever because she's okay with an America's Next Top Model contestant being the full-ass face of the brand for a year. Uh, in every photo. <laughs> yeah, which made me think, is she Kelly Catrone's client? Because there was this like... Oh, sure though. I get that. Well, and the outcome is super sus. Yeah, huh? Also... Could there be more throw pillows on her couch? I know that's the smallest detail. But if you have too many throw pillows on your couch, you've got it's too not much money. It's not a couch anymore, though. It's a pillow pedestal. If you have to move a pillow when you sit on the couch, there's too many throw pillows. There's too many yes. throw pillows. Annalise, talk about reading a room, reads Melissa Zeman's name and is like, oh, she, oh, this basic? Yeah. Calm me down. Yeah. <laughs> She's probably going to want something more simple. But then she gets called her favorite. Annalise, she calls, Marissa calls Annalise her favorite. The only one she would definitely book. And yet, and yet, someone mm -hmm. booked four. Yeah. Don't love the description Marissa had of Annalise's wild hair. I'm giving her the tiniest bit of credit that throughout the entire night, Annalise couldn't stop putting her hands in her hair, so it had gotten larger. Yes, and, you know, to give her a little bit of credit, that's not necessarily a Hong Kong look. So if you're going for a more international brand, that, you know, I don't yeah, know. Filler. It didn't feel as pointed as Henry Lau. I'll say that. Oh, no, nothing could no. ever. <laughs> nothing could ever. I'm honestly surprised. I guess he really likes Sophie, but I'm almost surprised the spy dude did, booked anybody. I think he also booked Laura. I think so, too. Just that was my guess as well. Mm -hmm. Blondes are good. Like, yeah. that's mm -hmm. the review. Yes. Yeah. Yep. He wanted blonde white people in his clothes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was the vibe. Because also, Marissa is lukewarm, really, on Sophie and Laura as well. Basically, they're like they look like they could wear the clothes. What a review. <laughs> and yet. Yeah. They arrive back to the pier on the Aqualuna junk boat. Fun fact about the Aqualuna. In Cantonese, it is called Cheung Po Sai, and it means it was named after the 19th century Chinese pirate. Oh, so Laura feels very comfortable there. And it costs 
80,000 Hong Kong dollars to rent. Well, these contestants aren't going to have that much. (laughs) (laughs) I do like the repeated use of the phrase junk boat. (laughs) I like how excited these contestants are to see cash. (laughs) Not just the contestants. (laughs) So who booked and who banked? Literally, it's both or neither. (laughs) And then Kelly groups them by teams. And if you don't understand the team part, it's because she invited the men back. They're just still there. And then maybe they also needed to get paid. But yeah. also, probably. But also they grouped, they were like, Laura, let's talk about you. Annalise and Sophie, you're also being talked about as a group. Mm. Although it says of this thing where Kelly says, Annalise, two of the designers really liked you. And Sophie, two of the designers really liked you. So it seems like it was kind of equal, except wait. <laughs> Annalise got told that she was exotic, bubbly, with a fantastic walk. And Sophie charmed the pants every off of everyone, and dresses, and skirts. Seems like way less actual feedback, huh? Hmm. I do think it's interesting for the episode, because if we're going into this episode, two separate thoughts. One, this whole episode, to me, feels very last episode. Yes. Mm. And I know that's just because there's three of them, for the most part, but also we're getting a lot of, like, people's journeys and you know, reuse talking heads about who they are and what they are and how much they waitress. And <laughs> so many talking head mashups. And also, it feels like when you're going into this, you're like, well, the top two are Laura and Sophie. So I do like that the show is showing, look, Annalise could be second. Everyone loves Annalise. Although I think it Kelly. creates a problem for the show within itself because they don't really justify Annalise going home. No. No. Once again, spoiler alert, apologies, but... Well, it's just because it's too decided at this point, and I think yeah. it's always interesting when the show is clearly decided on a top two, they're going mm-hmm. through the performance art of a top three, and then that third place person is just has a great episode. It, it reminds me of Renee. I was just going to yeah. say, the Renee effect. They were just like, but Renee, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, you booked two out of the four. It's my pleasure to give you 2,000 Hong Kong dollars. Hala Kelly Catrone dollar. They're Hong Kong dollars for you. <laughs> Annalise, you booked three jobs, so I'm handing you 3,000 Hong Kong dollars. Keep that in your hand. It's my pleasure to be nice to you this week. <laughs> Is it? It's not, actually. Because it seems very reluctant. It also Ooh, seems like grudging. you, you changed the result, grudging. maybe. Huh? Because then she says, Sophie, you booked all four. So people loved you. And that means you're also the challenge winner. Soph, you'll be the face of Marissa Zeman's nude is rude. Not just for a season, but for the whole year. You will be the face that flies over Hong Kong. What? One, two, three, four thousand. Count them. We'll do it in French. Un, deux, trois, quatre. Why are you doing it in French? Because Hong Kong was a British colony. So if you're gonna do it, you've already said it. (laughs) Or try it in Cantonese. But not French for no fucking reason, Kelly. I think this is the seasickness talking. (laughs) I think think Catron is like, I don't know. Like, it's her version of drunk. She's like, I don't know French. (laughs) I took it as, no, Kelly Catron's not French. She's American. Muzzy. I brought it back to Muzzy. I always will bring it back to Muzzy. No, that PR maven's not French. She's American. 
Uh, Sophie also wins a junk boat full of clothes. <laughs> a boat. A boat I load. They're just like, hey, could you stop giving us clothes as prizes? <laughs> I, I also have a question. What happened to the money that was originally budgeted for the fourth model that was apparently going on these ghosties? Did Give Kelly it to get Annalise's to- guide. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Give it to Davis. Because it's time to roll like power girls tonight. <laughs> Which I guess means doing lots of shots real quick. And making everyone sticky. And Sophie's reaction to this is, hey, legends, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> also, apparently this money they won is just spent at this bar, or at yes. least by Sophie. Mm-hmm. And yeah, well, I did not think that anyone seemed pleased by Sophie spraying them. With sparkling wine. No, thank Whoosh. you. Like, think about that for a second. And, th- that, and that seemed like the beginning of the night. They seem to do more. So sure now did. they're now they're wine sticky for mm-hmm. for dancing. Do not spray me with anything unless we are literally in a bathroom. <laughs> I need to be in a shower. <laughs> I know how it sounds and I stand by it. If liquid touches me and I am not in the bathroom, you have failed. <laughs> no to all- everyone, no to everyone. In any context, I stand by this. I stand by this in, in platonic and sexual circumstances. <laughs> Do not spray me with any liquid unless I am actively in a shower. <laughs> but, I prefer to be gen- gently spritzed. A mist. mist. <laughs> a mist of champagne would actually be cute. Right? Uh, 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 uh. Spray delay, walk away. <laughs> Just the, the essence of champagne, not actual champagne on your face. <laughs> Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, Romeo. Dream uh-huh. Oh, it's the perfume. <laughs> you got it. And then at the photo shoot, Jay says, hmm, a lot of people quit, huh? <laughs> I lived for him saying. I didn't I personally to did not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really thought Alicia was going to be here, but okay. As Marie's not here. Louise? What? <laughs> he said, I just noticed as Marie's not here. Not here? <laughs> so weird. Who am I trying to impress? <laughs> and the big concept for the perfume shoot is trapped in a perfume <laughs> bottle. Trapped in oxygenless bottle. <laughs> and also this bottle. I'm sorry. It looks so chintzy. Scratched, fingerprinted, <laughs> could not be bothered to Windex, and not even the shape, shape. of the actual perfume bottle. That is what bottle. gets me. That's what gets me. 
And they cut it in a way that Mr. J has a small demo bottle. And then we cut to Lisa's photo for the billionth time. And you're like, don't cut those back to back. It's clearly a different bottle. Mm-hmm. Also, this it should surprise no one. They're shooting at the hotel. These last couple episodes are just an ad for the MGM Macau. <laughs> I would love to read you some facts about Dream Come True. Please. From a website called Fragrantica.com. The Perfume Pyramid on the scent. The top notes are melon, red currant, and freesia. The middle notes are plum blossom, peony, and lily. And the base notes are vanilla, sugar, woodsy notes, and musk. This sounds very Bed Bath & Beyond vanilla mm. spray. I don't know. That and, seems like a lot of competing ideas, yeah. too. And here's a quote. America's Next Top Model is a very popular reality TV show in which Tyra Banks searches for a new successful model. The first America's Next Top Model perfume <laughs> is named Dream Come True. Dream Come True is an upbeat, optimistic, and sweet fragrance designed to evoke the glorious moment of victory. <laughs> when I think of victory, I think of peonies. I, just, I don't know why, but the word optimistic is the funniest to me like how is a how is a scent optimistic oh you smell so hopeful today <laughs> are you wearing dream come true <laughs> oh yes it's, oh yes it's a top note of russia <laughs> oh yes oh you could smell my freesia <laughs> how about that base woodsy <laughs> musk <laughs> the creative brief is to appear youthful and joyful Wow. Can you imagine how big Ebony's ponytails would have been if she had made it to this point? It would have filled, they wouldn't have needed the tool. It just would have been ponytails. <laughs> I literally thought, honestly, thank goodness Ebony is gone because mm-hmm. if she had heard that, she would have lost her mind. She would have broken yeah. that perfume bottle. Yeah. Also, keep in mind, put a pin in the whole brief that you're supposed to appear young and youthful because, as we'll find out, that's the only thing they're being judged on. The photographer is Jez, Jez Smith. <laughs> who can totally get it? Mm-hmm. And let's talk about let's talk about old Jez, Jezebel. <laughs> All right, because um, they're like top model royalty. Uh huh. They've appeared as a judge on kind of erroneously cycle three and cycle six of Australia's Next Top Model, but was also a featured guest photographer and judge on cycle five, and for the final three, also was a guest photographer and judge on cycle three of asia's next top model for two different episodes so might be one of the rare people that's appeared prominently in three different versions of next top model which is kind of amazing what's kind of fascinating is he also did an interview somewhat recently where he basically was like they're like you've done a lot for top model and he's like yeah and i hate it (laughs) good (laughs) it was basically like i don't want to be part of this process anymore about making women feel self-conscious about themselves. Honestly, it, it, it's a little bit more next episode, but he's too kind for the show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does seem much more concerned about model health and welfare than most of the people who guest on this show or appear on it regularly. Mm-hmm. To the point that it seems like he has to sneakily wait until Jay is gone to then care about the model, which mm-hmm. is extremely telling. We also get some crew, Marco Chan and Evelyn Ho on hair and makeup. They're both very, very working. And also Marco Chan can also super get it because... I also 
appreciate that we saw both of them actually talk about like what they were doing. Yes. Like we really got a lot of discussion with the models about stuff. And I, I just always want more of that. Greek alert. Though I'm going to say something controversial yet brave. When he first came on, I, I had to ask myself, did he get a new face? Because he looked so very different. different. And very it's because the spray tan was. I also so think he of. may have lost a significant amount of weight. And gained can, hair. Mm, uh-huh. That hair was very close to God. <laughs> he seems to be having much less fun. Yeah. Separated from his scent goblets. Yeah. yeah. We also find out, not shocking, but also for the show should be shocking. Tyra didn't design this fragrance. Lisa didn't design this fragrance. Ben Bennett designed this fragrance. Mm-hmm. Um, also, was Ben Bennett the first person in fashion to admit publicly that people might actually see a picture on a website before a magazine? <laughs> and this is where we also get the Sophie, like, can a British person actually win America's Next Top Model? I'm an underdog. <laughs> and Laura is having some feelings because she feels that it is time to zig. She doesn't know if she can. Maybe she's having these feelings because they can't get this second necklace on her Mm. in the wildest way. I have to say, if I'm Laura, I'm like, I just need to think of this as some kind of weird fetish moment because someone has trapped me in a bottle. Mm-hmm. I think you can spin something dark out of that. Yeah. Oh, you're a Tinkerbell pirate. Also, maybe this was a thing people actually did, but I always have such a distaste when people are like, I hated Barbie. What did I do to my Barbies? Destroyed them. I'm like, then why did you have them? Who it kept buying like, you Barbies? Sounds, I was going to say, it sounds like you had a sibling that you were torturing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you, do you not know my Barbie story? Have I never told this on pod? <gasps> no. No. I did not destroy Barbies on purpose. I love my Barbies. But in the course of actually playing with your Barbies, their heads come off. It's just what happens. Oh, yeah. And at one point, I got really mad at my older sister, and I wanted to play a prank on her. So I wanted to figure out how I could suspend the Barbie head from the top of the refrigerator. So when she opened the refrigerator door, it would be like, Barbie head right there, hanging. And I couldn't figure out how to do it. And I eventually got more invested in the project than in freaking my sister out. So I went and I asked her for advice. (laughs) So what we ended up doing is putting it in the place in the door where you keep the butter dish usually. (laughs) Oh, yeah, sure. Barbie coffin. And every every time a Barbie would lose a head after that, we would put its head... Right in the the same place in the refrigerator. So eventually there were like four of them. And it became this weird like litmus test anytime we had someone new over (laughs) where we'd be like, oh, yeah, just feel free to go to the fridge and get yourself whatever. And we would all like sit there and watch to see if they would notice and how they would react. A perfect gentle prank, truly. What's your Barbie story, Lex? And then I'll tell my very quick one. It's my mother's, but I thought it was also funny. So my mom growing up in Iran was really into Barbies, but she was also into making my aunts and cousins her students where she was the mean teacher. So Mm. one time my aunt had had enough of mean teacher of my mom, took her Barbie, ran to the top of the apartment building because my family in Iran owned an entire apartment building and each family lived on a floor. She ran to the top floor and basically threatened to drop the Barbie and then did. <gasps> and then it just flew down and <laughs> shut her And then Kyle wow. came up and pushed one little foot away. <laughs> away, yeah, the ear. She pushed the Barbie ear somehow detached. The Barbie heel. 
<laughs> um, and I, more so just I've always, and I'm actually constructing a display right now. Mm. I'm completely recontextualizing my bookshelf, but I... You're repainting um, the books? Not again. Not again. <laughs> um, uh, I, I get bored when you live alone. No one's here to stop me. <laughs> um, but I brought all of my action figures and dolls from when I was little back to New York. We cleared out the attic this year at my family place. And I, y'all, I found the best little bag of Barbie McDonald's toys. Ooh, yes. yeah. Those, those were, great were ones. it. Real hair. Mm-hmm. Real, Real yeah. hair up in there. That was, those toys, I'm sorry. I also, I was that kid who was like, I like Hot Wheels and I like Barbies. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to go and be like, I need a boy toy and I need and a girl, girl toy. toy. <laughs> I will explore this gender binary at a later time. <laughs> right now, give me <laughs> give that me car. Both the- and give me the driver for that car, which is Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go, go, go. <laughs> So Ben Bennett tells Sophie that she's fine but repetitive. Uh, what a great review. Man, I can't get over how gross this bottle gets so quickly. Oh, my oh God. immediately before they get in it. Yeah, yeah. it's just banged up. Yeah. What the fuck do they do to Annalise's hair between her walking to set and her getting in the bottle? It completely transforms. Mm-hmm. Totally different style. And then we learn that she gets over 200 frames. Since when do they even get more than 50? And since when does one person get more than another person? Unless it's a prize. Right? It was just odd. It was like they just threw that rule out the window because we have consistently, cycle by cycle, always heard 50 frames. So to get over 200? That's like a real photo shoot. That's not top mm-hmm. model. And Laura's photo shoot is roof stoof mm-hmm. when jay has to come up and tell her that she starts to look like a stripper and then does i don't know what music he's referring to <laughs> but he pretends like you're supposed to know if there was any time to bring back stacy ann's do 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 it's britney's theme yeah, remember it was... britney's theme You've added some gravel to that. Yeah. <laughs> well, Brittany's been through it, you know? Yeah, Brittany added some gravel when she came back last season. Uh, Annalise at some point says excitable, and I literally, my head's so melted that I was like, did she say excited to buy? I <laughs> also like, thought that for one second. <laughs> at the panel. So they just don't have to wear the shirts anymore as long as there's sort of a flag somewhere? Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Because they've given them enough clothes now. So now the the clothes can just be cut and stitched to a dress. There's a weird optical illusion when t- we get a pan up of Tyra's outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it just, it's all, you're like, what the hell? And for all their talk about being super youthful and how that's the only thing that counts for this photo shoot, Tyra makes everything involving perfume so sexual. Well... Does Tyra smell perfume like she does poppers? Because <laughs> I got very Mary Catherine Gallagher. Sure. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really gross. Hello, my dream come true, ladies. <sighs> it's just the fingers up to the nose and the hard sniff in that just, <laughs> that's like bit yeah, That's sniffing. where you wear the perfume. <laughs> yeah, your fingertips. That's where you wear the perfume. <laughs> So when you give someone a hug, a little little perfume <laughs> sticks on their back. You're like, could you imagine being like, oh, you like my new perfume? <laughs> Laura's at first. I actually quite like this photo. I think if you're going for dream, this does look very 
dreamy and doll-like. To me, it's a little she's about to get beamed up. I guess yeah. it didn't bother me. It reminded me almost of like a ballerina on like a music box. Mm, I could see it. I don't know how they got this photo from the photo shoot. No. Who knows, truly. But I think the angles of her face look very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's soft. I like mm-hmm. that. I think the hands even are, like work. It's referred to as a plastic surgeon ad. Do not get How? that at all. No idea. And in my head, and maybe I'm giving this too much credit, their dress was supposed to kind of be like the liquid. Is it the scent? And mm-hmm. of the three, yeah. And of the three, hers is the one that looks the most like that. Yeah, it's strange because you can't really see their legs. But you can somehow still tell that her legs are positioned very prettily. Ballerina, like you said, JW. I was surprised I didn't hate this photo. They do, though. Well. And all of this, all of the panel is going to be about, is this old? Is this young? Target demo. Young, 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 young. We need two-year-olds in perfume. Young, young, young. (laughs) All of them look neither young nor old to me. Just like. No. No. But the panel also has this very strange conception of what 18-year-olds are like. Because uh-huh. when they act as though they believe 18-year-olds do, I'm getting nine-year-old tops. Yeah. 18-year-olds do not say, mommy, buy me. That's not a thing. <laughs> Your parenting has gone awry if that is happening. <laughs> yeah, they don't... It, it, it both... I don't feel like they told them. It, they're so hard in this, like, what the demographic of the perfume is. But they didn't give them that demographic at the photo shoot. Nor do I think that this bottle or this brief is very child. Maybe it's different now. But in my experience, 18-year-olds just don't buy perfume at all. You go to Bath and Body Works and you spray cucumber melon on yourself. And then you go back to your group date. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess... That set me in such a specific time. Uh Yeah, I... (laughs) I don't want to blaze past just how specific of a moment that was for you. (laughs) That's what it was. Yeah. But I guess, I mean, I will argue that it did feel like we saw footage at the photo shoot of them being like youth that, and to be fair, y'all's review of the notes were very Bath and Body Works. I just, but it also. But they weren't given those, those, uh, what it smells like. No. And it's just not a brief that you would ever see at Bath and Body Works also. Like trapped in the bottle is not No. Also, this is this is very like, I don't know, Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. But okay. also yeah, I don't think that sure. this mm-hmm. bottle is very youthful either. No. No, a youthful bottle would be like a heart. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be cutesy. A star. Ten. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, this like structured feminine crystal bottle thing is not child perfume. Oh, it reads young adult. Yeah. They find they do call out her um wild hair at panel. Yeah. So and, and Did Tyrus, you book them looking like this? And I said kind of because yeah. this is basically the outfit she wore. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Laura's decided that she's only wearing completely body covering black outfits now. Mm-hmm. Like she is a state champ. <laughs> <laughs> Annalise is next. Kelly manages to give her several sincere-seeming compliments. Conspiracy theory. It's because it's already decided who's going home. Absolutely, So she can yes. be nice 100%. to her. 100%. I did like that Annalise got her own remix music when she came up. It's like the happy dance music. <laughs> she was also trying to position it as, and wasn't the real prize the approval of Kelly Catrone? <laughs> it really is. Yeah. <laughs> I even think that sometimes Annalise feels that way, though. <laughs> to be fair, they've, she's given them the footage. <laughs> 
Okay. I have too many problems with this photo. There's so many. This string thing this that she's holding on to. Pulling the curtain down. <laughs> Where did it come from? And then not since Jacqueline have we had such a masturbatory hand. I mean, well, also because it doesn't look like a dress. This doesn't look like a dress. My brain was just like, what are you talking about? She's just holding her other elbow. It's totally normal. And then I actually looked at it and I was like, oh, nope. <laughs> My brain just filled that in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because there's a swish there. Because why does, An- okay, Annalise and we'll see Sophie's, they get like swoopy, swipey things, but Laura's is just beaming her upwards. Mm-hmm. So it's also a different effect put on her i don't know i assume this was to mask some of the defects of the bottle yeah. probably but it just her her laugh is fun but it Happy, just yeah she has a beautiful smile but there's just this... the, sh- the dress looks the shittiest yes and the skirt looks like it's been through it yeah the bracelets i don't understand and the pearl necklace she has on the one pearl necklace I... oh and then someone i think it's kelly says you have an Aladdin twist. No, no, no. Tyra's full review is Michelle Obama meets Venus Williams meets an ad for a catalog captured in a bottle with a little Aladdin twist. Also, what does the panel think a tennis player looks like? Because Annalise in this photo, and we've commented she has nice arms. She has nice toned Musculature arms. for sure. Yeah. They are barely present in this photo. Nope. And they act like she is a professional bodybuilder. <laughs> yes. Also, do you think Serena would pose in this? <laughs> do you think Serena would shove her hand down her skirt? <laughs> I and can't then get go, over this ah, hand placement. I'm sorry. <laughs> it literally looks like she's like, that's the spot. <laughs> <laughs> As she pulls on the string. <laughs> All right. It's not even my least favorite photo, though. Nope. No. <laughs> That's the craziest thing about it. I have so many problems with it. <laughs> yep. And then Sophia's last. I can't. Oh, no, 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 no. Has an expression ever been more vacant? But it's like, it's like a happy on drugs vacant. Like she looks like she's tripping. Yeah. And it's a good trip, but she's yeah. still mid trip. It, def- it definitely makes you feel like snort this and you will get high. She's about to have a dream ballet. It's like the end of act one of Oklahoma. Just constantly spinning. A peddler brought her some perfume. (laughs) And now she's going to envision some things. And her hands are fine, but her arm angles are so bizarre. It's like she's going, this is. Woo! You know what this could be? It could be one of those money collector tornadoes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Get that photo shoot. Reaching for the foundation. <laughs> it's, it's foundation. It's like, ow, 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 ow. <laughs> Nigel is correct. She does not look young. And if we're going to base this on who looks young, it certainly is not Sophie. This feels o- like an old lady perfume. Mm-hmm. If we were going for me, best to worst picture, Laura, Annalise, Sophie. If we're correct. talking about just youth, I would actually do... Annalise, Laura, Laura so- Sophie. Yeah. Yep. But I think it's a goodish. I think it's a good picture. I think Laura's is usable, and it's the only one of the three that I personally would be like, okay, we can like make this the ad. But Sophie, y'all, this is. I don't understand why they like it at all. 
I don't no. either. And they like really like it. Yeah. This is where we learned that the fashion show is going to be for Forever 21. The reveal. What would your reaction be if you were told the big finale fashion show is for Forever 21? <laughs> I mean, if I was Annalise, I'd be like, yes. <laughs> I could win that. <laughs> I wish they were like, you hear that, Ebony? <laughs> Uh, I used to spend so much time at the Forever 21 in Union Square, though. <laughs> Can I tell you a Forever 21 story? Because I have Please. one. So I, when I was 19, I had, I put in interviews or I put in applications to work at Urban Outfitters. And then mm-hmm. across the way at the Spectrum was Forever 21. Oh, I love a mall interview collection. Yeah. I had the Forever 21 interview first. Where they did the classic thing of they had me for the interview and they're like, hey, let's get you working and see how you do on go backs. And I just went, no, and left. (laughs) I'm not doing free, terrible labor for you. I don't even want to work here. Also, the next day I talked to Urban Outfitters and they gave me more money (laughs) than Now, did my first also, day... that's where you want a discount. Well, I got such mm-hmm. a good discount. But I was the only gay person that worked there. And really? my first Weird. day on the job, in order to justify the fact that I asked for more money than they were willing to give me, was Black Friday at the register, <gasps> on the register that had no scanner. So I had to input <gasps> every skew okay. by hand. Did you know that my first day working at Best Buy was also Black Friday? Wild. They put me on a register and I was, and people at Best Buy are ready to battle. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That discount's insane, though. If you ever work for Best Buy, and I'm sure if anyone listening to the podcast has, like, you'll get eh, discounts on a bunch of stuff because you basically get the uh, wholesale price. Mm. But if it's something like an $80 like cord, like an HDMI cord, it'll be like a $2. Yeah. So J.B. Crump stocked up and resold. Women in cords. <laughs> yeah. My Urban Outfitter discount was 30%, but then it was Ooh. doubled on clearance items. So I just would buy everything on clearance for like $2. You would get a 60% off of a clearance item? Yeah. Because they wanted to get rid of them. They didn't That's like how you end up with a stock. junk boat full of clothes. Now, did I also, <laughs> when I worked in women's accessories for them, did I have to spend most of my day untangling necklaces? Mm. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I had a yeah. whole bowl. And you remember those Urban Outfitter necklaces that had 80,000 charms on them? I do. And thin, breakable. Jane's. Ready to go. <laughs> Private panel. There is some top model math that I need you to both let me express. Please. Do it. Because it, of course it doesn't make sense. But also, it feels like it could be a problem on the SATs. Because <laughs> Tyra says that today's 18-year-old wants to be 25. 25-year-olds want to be 27. But 30-year-olds, they want to be 18. 28 and 29-year-olds, who can say? Hmm? Never what been there. Is... 30, never. <laughs> it is so odd. Okay, 18 wants to be 25. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Thirty wants to be eighteen. Gross, but I get Fine. the point she's trying to make. I mean, that's what fa- the fashion industry has deluded itself into thinking. I sorry, I thirty wants to be eighteen. Bullshit. Oh yeah. <laughs> As I, I was always wanting to be thirty. Uh-huh. <laughs> twenty-five wants to be twenty-seven is the funniest one to me yeah. because <laughs> yeah. that difference is well. You know what? No, I, just I thought about myself know at this that two I've ages. I've gotten through this quarter life crisis. <laughs> I need that comfort. 
It is so funny to me when people say that 25 is a quarter life crisis because I'm like, you're living to 100, not Jamie Crump. No. <laughs> 80 if I'm lucky. Mm-hmm. Kelly finally learned the lesson through Annalise that sometimes being nice might help people liking you. Annalise's sheer force of personality bombarded Kelly Catrone with so much positivity that she had to admit that sometimes it's nice to be nice. (laughs) And then Nigel says, you know what? Brits and Americans, they're similar. They come from such disparate places, and yet they all want to be America's next top model. What? <laughs> what? We have similar governments. We, <laughs> we both speak the same language. This is wild. And I realize we talked about this at the beginning of this season about how, like, bring it back. They're trying mm-hmm. to make it like, oh, they're at war because they're so different. But the fact that it seems like the panel is learning, like, wow. I think we all learned that mm-hmm. um, we're so I guess alike. we're not so different after all. <laughs> when you've literally had Nigel Barker on your panel since cycle two. <laughs> also, then Tyra basically says, remember when As Marie was in the contest? Because Tyra is like, hey, you know, originally the Americans were really like slaying the game. And all of a sudden the Brits came from behind. And I'm like, Asmari quit. <laughs> all of That's these what people happened. who were so miserable that they quiet quit. They really did great. <laughs> <laughs> Call out order. Sophie is first. Somehow. Erroneous. Refuse. Put, this makes no sense. Okay. If you want to make a thing of it, make Laura first. To be like, the American's gonna, has to be there. Well, here's the, I always, I feel slightly bad, not really. Sophie does book, and that is a big strength, and it's a big deal. And And every time she's been in a professional situation where there is an opportunity to book, she does. Can't not. Annalise. And they never talk about Laura's terrible walk. Yeah, for a fashion show next Mm -hmm. week. And it would have been, and I get what they're trying to do. Is it, is it going to be? two brits or america versus a british contestant but the thing acting like brit model's a word right brit model it's right under working model <laughs> and when we get to the bottom two all of a sudden there is a scrolling tyron across oh the bottom of my the screen <laughs> god that didn't just go once but twice yeah did. yeah want to be a part of top model Next cycle, your vote helps decide which top model stays or goes. Log on to CWTV.com for details. Not even looking for contestants. Please watch our show. (laughs) We understand too many of them quit this cycle. (laughs) (laughs) When talking about the bottom two of Laura and Annalise, about Laura, Tyra says, The judges love that you are different, that you don't zig, you zag. But you were fired from a fashion show in Toronto because of your runway walk. You can be that pirate, but when it came down time to be soft and young and sweet, you got lost. Annalise. I'm sorry, can I? Please. This sentence construction for Annalise. Yes, I know what you're going to say. Kills me. And this is the girl that is not 5'9 yet. And still, she goes on go Every day you get up on those tiny little legs, 
Not even as small as they will be at one point. And you go to those ghosties. The way she said it, though, was, I know it's supposed to be. She is not five y- nine mm-hmm. yet and, and still. Yes. Yes. So instead, though, she said she is not 5'9 yet. Nine yet. One day. <laughs> is it just a fan dabby dozy personality? Or is she a real model turning her phrase against her? I like that they think that that is Annalise's catchphrase. Yes. But also, Tyra gets it wrong, just like Annalise's name, because she doesn't say fan dabby dozy. She says fun dabby dozy. Yeah. Fun Dabby Dozy. And then Gong Crash, the pirate prevailed. Which also, duh, when it's at the bottom too. Like, There's nothing she could have done. No. There's no way Annalise is getting to this last episode. No, her photo was not that bad. I mean, it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And then she booked more. I don't know how. But she goes out like only she could. So sweet. So, so kind. classy. Going up and hugging everyone, having to cover her butt while oh, hugging no. Kelly Catron. <laughs> and honestly, how big of her to hug Kelly. Right? Mm-hmm. I honestly actually think she convinced Kelly to like her. She shouldn't have had to. Nope. But I truly think she, she killed her with kindness. But Tyra can't let her go without saying basically, I also didn't believe in you. It wasn't just Kelly. Tyra's like, you're getting too likable. <laughs> I will not have this. No, no, no. And then, because she is a queen, she gets her full verse yeah, when she, she gets does. eliminated. Full verse. And this mm. is the first time, as Annalise is beamed away from our hearts, that I noticed the shoes that they were wearing <laughs> for that photo. And they are awful. <laughs> They've got brown hooves, y'all. <laughs> to say it laura's picture's not that good no it's not <laughs> no too many zags her it luckily very positive update annalise days spelled d-a-y-e-s and mm. that is her instagram as well her instagram bio reads public figure presenter encouraging women to have fun with fashion with tips inspo and giggles uh hashtag look good feel good she is currently with zone models and for voice acting is under Wise Buddha and management company Vicky White. And her website is AnnaliseDays.com. Seems 2022 up to date. Like there's definitely some stuff. Like there's apparently a podcast that like didn't happen but was announced for a long time. Sure. She loves to use the phrase, oh my days. Which is adorable. Kind of, Cute. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. very smart. She was in... Pride, Fashion Insider, Black Beauty, The Guardian, Flawless Woman, and then just a magazine apparently called Woman, which I could not find because just typing in Woman Magazine, difficult. <laughs> but also Wired UK, Armor UK, Amore UK, Cosmopolitan UK. She also modeled for Olay and Avon. Mm-hmm. For two years, she presented on non-stop club classics for Heart Radio Nationwide on Fridays and Saturdays. I love the prime time. And was also a presenter for The Clothes Show. And whatever that show was, she has a lot of stuff on her website from it. Um, and for four years, she headed the online channel for Clothes Show TV. And also for a year and a half, was a presenter and host on QVC. Wow. Love that. Wow. She's interviewed celebrities like Janet Jackson, Jermaine Jackson, Kelly Rowland, Peter Andre, and listen to this. She was the voiceover narrator for the last two cycles of Britain's Next Top Model. <gasps> yes! Isn't that amazing? She's literally our most successful narrator in that she actually booked the job. Mm-hmm. Um, she's also got a YouTube. I rem- it used to be a little bit more active, and I remember I used to see 
like very frequent, usually fashion closet type clips from her, but she's got over 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. And she also did some recaps of this cycle that you can take a look at some of the stuff that like we borrowed from that, especially in the Alicia update was from those things. Yeah, it seems like maybe something's on the horizon and I'm completely projecting because updates have slowed down a little bit. So maybe there's something on the horizon at the time of this recording, mm. or she's just like taking a break, doing something else. But yeah, she definitely is a presenter who is presenting. And that is where she lived uh, with her career afterwards. And she looks the exact same. Exactly yes. the same. And I know that's, you know, we're getting to the point where it's like, not that far off from their time on the show so it's maybe not as impressive as when it was like a cycle three person or whatever but just like just still such a such a gorgeous awesome fun i just loved her i just loved her i was recently watching glow up on netflix and recognized her as a model for one of the big makeups not for the twin elimination not for the not for the twin <laughs> elimination but <laughs> the contestant who was working on her was one of those people who appear on glow up who have only ever done makeup on themselves cool. so watching them put makeup on someone else is always someone else is always harrowing yes and for this particular makeup the artist was applying a bald cap for a first time mm. and also completely covering annalise's sight and Annalise, as was her want on Top Model, is so cool, so gracious, so funny, so lovely about the whole thing, <laughs> even when she's sitting there basically incapacitated. <laughs> Uncomfortable, incapacitated. So, so lovely. And it turned out to be a good look, which was nice. But I was just like, what are you doing? She was, uh, I, yeah, I loved her on the show. The, the real winner, I'm going to say, of, of Cycle 18 for me. Yeah, it was really just could never win. And I feel like she knew that. Like, there was a part of Annalise, I think, that was like, well, I'm never going to win because Kelly Catron's here. Mm -hmm. But I'm just going to keep going and define myself and push this as far as I can push it. And she made it all the way to the end. Yeah. And she was the British contestant who had placed lowest in her original cycle and mm -hmm. was someone who went further, obviously, right. than in her original cycle. So I think for her, it was also a win in that regard, too. For sure. And if it's a win in your regard, you should rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We love hearing from you, your hot takes, your iced tea. You can also reach out to us at podleadum.com or send us an email at podleadum at gmail.com. And this is the final, final, final call for the next mailbag episode. So if you've got some burning questions. We're mm. going to be doing one kind of between the cycles. We're going to be doing an episode that's kind of a review of the last nine cycles like we did many episodes ago to give many ourselves moons. like a, a little break week, a little break week before. I think we all can admit that we need a mental health week before college. It's our gap episode. Yes, Lex. Lex, double high fives in the air right now. Yes, 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 yes. Gap week. <laughs> I will say I am ready for college puds from us. Yes. <laughs> it's just a new avenue. Because then what are we going to do for three cycles? Men puns? <laughs> it's top model for him. And I feel like at that point, I will say, I feel like at that point, we are going to stop. We're never going to say that, like, the male models can get it. Because, number one, you're a model. I, that's going to be, like... But it's also, we've been doing that about the, you know, the people we see here and there, not mm. the people we have to talk about every week. 
I mean, canonically, I've been horny for contestants, sure. but <laughs> you can continue to be horny about. I mean, Thank I'm not you. saying we Thank we all. You. Have, yeah, we all have said like, oh, that person's stunning. That person's gorgeous. But mm-hmm. I feel like get it is really mm-hmm. reserved for our. Oh yeah, no, it definitely reserved reserved for our cameo appearances, our special guest crew. stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Jim DeYonker. Like, let's right? be real. Uh, I do think that those cycles will test hannah's and i's like kinsey scales <laughs> yes at the end we mm-hmm. always do a kinsey scale update <laughs> please you know what i hope so because mine will firmly be six six <laughs> Thanks. every time all right and lex is at six okay six? oh hey hey, hey. you see asbury you're like five, 5.9 <laughs> Oh. You can find me anywhere at Yet Charming. I'm on Instagram at Hannah Jean Ginsburg. And I'm on TikTok at JDB Crump. Okay. And use the hashtag Podleadum when you do so your brain don't explode like mine just did. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and as always, thanks to the lovely members of our Discord. Oh, yeah. You can join the Leadum Pod Discord anywhere. Keeping it fun, keeping it easy, breezy, and beautiful. Mm-hmm. So for Podleadum, I have been Lex Basile Price. I'll be Hannah Jane Ginsburg. And I'm J.W. Crump. And we'll see you on top. Podlitum is not endorsed by America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks, 10x10 Entertainment, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. America's Next Top Model and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders.